Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. The lady I think should be the governor of Arizona, and it still might happen. It's Carrie Lake. Carrie, how are you? Good to see you again. It's great to be on, Joe. And you're right. We won in a landslide, yeah. uh, but they have a way of cheating in elections here in Arizona. So we're taking it to them, um, taking the fight to them in court. And, I want to start. Uh, that's- I want to start with what happened today, though. And I don't mean to cut you off because it was so okay. powerful what you told me right before we started today. You had a prayer gathering, and you and I agree government doesn't want us to pray. They don't want us to see a higher power. They want to be God. And if you dare go to a higher power, that scares them, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I think most people would agree we're, we're in a battle of good versus evil. And we decided today that the best use of our time, the, the most powerful form of protest is prayer. And so we gathered people. We didn't even plan this 24 hours ago. We gathered people. We found a church and we joined together in prayer. And when you bring God into this battle, it is so powerful. I I said to the people, we had a couple, two or 300 people there. And I said, don't you feel so strong, powerful, sure of where things are that we're right where God needs us to be? And you wouldn't have had that feeling if we would have just gone down to the Capitol and protested. We, we bring God into the fold and our power is magnified um, by, uh, in, you know, infinity. And so it, it was really powerful stuff. And, you know, it's interesting, Joe, obviously we have a movement here. God led us to this moment. He put, put, put us here at this moment for a reason. We're the right people for the moment. And while things didn't go the way we wanted them to go, in a weird way, maybe they did, because our whole movement was about rooting out the corruption, giving back our country and our state to we the people, giving back our government to we the people. And that's what we prayed for. That's what we worked hard for. And God said, is saying to us, yes, that is the end goal. But if we would have just won in a simple election on the 8th, we would not have had all of the corruption revealed. We right. wouldn't know who's who, who's behind it, how they cheated. And now we do. It's in our court case, and it's sitting before the Supreme Court justices here in Arizona. What's the makeup of the Supreme Court in Arizona? Is it a conservative court? Uh, majority conservative, but I don't know that that means anything these days. Okay. I mean, you know, if you have a rhino-type uh, conservative, you know. Like a John a Roberts, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can have somebody who was appointed by a uniparty Republican, and they are a uniparty-type person. All I want, I don't care if they have a D or an R behind their name, I want them to adhere to the Constitution and apply the law and not feel any pressure from outside to do the wrong thing. Because when you look at our court case, there's only one way they can rule, and that's for we the people. The lower ruling and the reason we're in the um, Supreme Court, if that is allowed to stand, the lower ruling court, Basically, we're telling election officials from here on out, election laws don't matter. They're just suggestions. You don't have to follow them. It's just a, a guidance, but you don't really have to follow them. And that's a dangerous place to be. That's why our Supreme Court has to get involved. Otherwise, they will be rubber stamp and giving their stamp of approval uh, to the most corrupt election in our nation's history. And I don't think they want that. I don't think they want to do that. I couldn't agree more. You know, you, we, you and I have been talking a long time. We've been friends a long time. Uh, you were live on my show on election day, and you reported to me, and then I saw a video of this actually happening, that 20% of the tabulators weren't working that day. There wasn't enough ink in some of them that day. Some of them were printing 19 inches when they should have been 20 inches on the, on the piece of paper, so those weren't even counted. We know... There, let's say it was just incompetence. You and I don't think that. We think it's something more sinister. But let's say it was just incompetence. You still have to redo the election, don't you? A lot of yeah, people have been I mean, disenfranchised in Arizona, haven't they? 
Absolutely. Even if it was just incompetence, it was malice. It was intentional. We proved that in our court case. But by the way, it wasn't 20 percent. That's what Maricopa County wants you to believe. That was the lie they told. It was 60 percent of the voting centers on Election Day. And it was almost all Republican areas. The machines didn't work. They printed the wrong image on the ballot intentionally on Election Day only, knowing that 75 percent of the people showing up were Republicans. This was a sabotage, an engineered sabotage of Election Day to go after our voters. But the red wave still happened because we know that from a poll that came out last week. They polled a thousand people and they said that they voted for us, the MAGA candidates, and we won. And so we're, we're pushing forward. We can't allow this to happen. Even if it would have been just a mistake, it's still unacceptable. The law still supports redoing the election or setting aside that botched election. And that's what we're asking the court to do. Either set that county aside, set it aside, redo the election, but not with these buffoons and, and crooks and criminals who ran it before and redo it. Or, um, you know, I would, I would even be for giving us a whole new trial where we can lay out everything that went wrong. Because when people really see, we had 10 counts we presented to the lower court. That judge only allowed us two counts. When people see all 10 counts and what they did wrong, including 300,000 invalid ballots that were counted with no chain of custody, including tens of thousands of mail-in ballots with no signatures or scribbles that didn't match the voter's signature, including injecting 35,000 ballots that came out of thin air after the election, including sabotaging Election Day, intentionally printing the wrong image on the ballots, having machines that didn't function on Election Day, uh, targeting Republican voters, lines that were so long that thousands of people left the line. There is a mountain of wrongdoing in our elections in Maricopa County, and the people can't take it much longer. It's Carrie Lake. Go to CarrieLake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. Follow her everywhere on all the social media. Uh, the, the lady, I think, should be in the governor's office right now in Arizona, and hopefully you will be. Um, a couple of things that, that I mentioned earlier, but I want to get in de- a little more in depth with them. A lot of what you said, is, uh, all of what you said is provable, but I think it's harder to prove some of it, easier to prove others of it. On, right. those, on those ballot machines, you have to physically tell it, print 19 inches. You, you, you have to. You have to change that. You have to physically not put enough toner so that it won't be recognized when it prints out. They knew what Election Day was. Those two counts alone, Carrie, means a revote to me. What are the actual election laws by the legislature in Arizona should there be fraud or incompetency or somebody was disenfranchised? Is there something on the books in Arizona that says, let's just do it over? Well, the, there, there are options, yes, setting it aside. We've seen precedent of that where you just set a county or a town aside when the elections are run, where there's uncertainty in the results. And I mean, serious uncertainty. That's the yeah. understatement of the year. So you could set that aside. I want votes to be counted. I want people to have their voice heard. I would be willing to have a redo. That's also an option. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's there's other options as well. But I think those are two really reasonable options. I want every vote to count. But I want every legal vote to count. I don't want 300,000 ballots pumped in with no chain of custody, invalid. Those are invalid ballots. A a whistleblower told us that. I don't want a bunch of mail-in ballots that are phony mail-in ballots with no signature or the absolute wrong signature that doesn't even match the voter. I don't think – I think every – every single voter in Arizona would agree, even if they're mail-in folks – you want to make sure the signatures match. Yes. We know for a fact that wasn't happening. We have three whistleblowers to uh, testify to that. 
and under sworn um, declarations did testify to that. And so it's it's imperative that our Supreme Court in this state recognize the responsibility they have on their shoulders. We will never have fair elections. We will have elections that are run like banana republics from here on out if they don't rule and apply the law in our case. It's uh, Carrie Lake. Go to CarrieLake.com. Follow her everywhere. Again, I believe the rightful governor of the great state of Arizona. Hopefully that will happen. Carrie, I don't know if I got it from you or from somebody else, but I'm pretty sure this is fact and correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they also take the, the votes that weren't tabulated because they weren't printed dark enough and put them in the same sort of bags or boxes with votes that had already been counted? And we don't even know if we ever went back and counted those votes. Is that the case too? Yeah. Well, you know, we talked about how they printed the wrong image on uh, on the on the ballots. We have right. ballots on demand. You show up and they print the ballot right in front of you. On election day only, they printed a 19-inch image on the 20-inch ballot rather than the 20-inch image on the 20 And the machine ballot. couldn't count it then? That caused the machines to just spit out a quarter of a million ballots. Oh, wow. Spit out on election day. A quarter of a million. Think of that. And so uh, that was the problem we were facing, and it was primarily in 60 – it was in 60 percent of the voting centers in Republican areas. That, of course, caused these long lines, and people were forced to wait four hours in line. They would pull into the voting center, no parking. They would just leave because they, they couldn't find a place to park. And so it caused all kinds of issues, and it was all intentional. This isn't something, Joe, where they bumped into the printer. This was right. happening widespread. I mean, you know how hard it would be to set your printer to go home and set it to print 90% uh, size on your printer. It's a big this operation. Is a, it is. And then they sent technicians in, and in some areas the, the they were working, the machines were working, and then the technicians came in and they weren't working. Oh, wow. It was a, they did everything they did. Everything they did was so monumental and huge and corrupt because I'll tell you why. Our movement is so powerful. So many people went out and voted for a change in Arizona and they knew they couldn't rig it the usual way in the middle of the night. They had to sabotage election day for all of Arizona to see, for all of the world to see. Everyone here, no matter where you go, says that erection, that election was rigged. That election was absolutely rigged. Katie Hobbs did not win. Even Katie Hobbs knows that she's a fraud. Well, I mean, she knows she's a fraud. She laughed about the Constitution as she was being sworn in. And, and a couple of the first things that she tried to do were completely the antithesis of what anybody who lives in a border state would want. Uh, defunding, you know, the border patrols. The, uh, I had Mark Lamb on who was like, I don't know what she's doing. She's trying to take millions of dollars away that would help people uh, keep people safe. And, and, and you've got the radical agenda in full force in Arizona when you, in fact, should be the governor. So what is the best result? The Supreme Court here decides in your favor that you can either set Maricopa county aside and go with everything else or yeah. would you revote just maricopa county can you revote the entire state what's the best result uh well we could i don't think that's necessary our our you know we didn't even there was fraud other places but we really concentrated on maricopa county it's one of those mega counties that you can you can rig it there and you can change the whole state and yes. think about it these these fraudulent people running our our county elect our elections here in maricopa county these two men stephen richer and bill gates Think about it. They have more power in this country than almost anyone. They have the power to rig an if they have the power to rig an election, they have the power to change the course of of history in our country. We've got to take that kind of power out of corrupt individuals' hands, and we can't allow this anymore. We need these justices to very firmly and swiftly say election laws matter. They may be some of the most important laws, and if you sidestep election laws. You know, we will stand up and put our foot down. And that's what they need to do right now, because election laws, 
have, if they're not followed and elections continue to be rigged, these have deadly consequences with the fentanyl overdoses, deadly consequences with the continued, uh, you know, uh, cartel control on our borders, deadly consequences with someone like Joe Biden in the White House, the way he exited Afghanistan, causing uh, the the loss of life of 13 of our finest men and women in the military, not to mention 80 billion dollars in some of the finest equipment and, uh, you know, military equipment being left behind, not to mention he's marching us into World War III and our economy's collapsing. This is the result of a stolen election. And we didn't do enough in 2020. I sounded the alarm. President Trump sounded the alarm. Not enough was done. And that's why I'm sounding the alarm again and doing more than that. I'm fighting and I won't stop fighting. I will take it to the court. I'll take it to the next court and we won't stop until we have honest elections. It's Carrie Lake. Go to CarrieLake.com. It's K-A-R-I Lake.com and follow her everywhere. Um, I've also heard allegations that those running elections in Maricopa County somehow are raising money against you, which I found to be unbelievably ridiculous. The fact that Katie Hobbs did not recuse herself is unbelievably ridiculous. So let's say you get the right result. I think that there is, well, like you said, there was malice here. Malice is generally speaking against the law. Can people be brought up on charges? Should they be? I think they should be right now. But, you know, as I was saying, what what are the choices we have? We, here we are in Maricopa County. We are the victim of a crime and what they did on Election Day. And where do you normally go when you're a victim of a crime? You call the sheriff yes. and you say, hey, what can you do to help? We've been the victim of a crime. Well, guess what? Our sheriff in Maricopa County is a Soros sheriff. And you call the prosecutor and you say, help us out. We've been the victim of a crime. Well, guess what? Maricopa County Prosecutor's Office is actually defending that crime. They're defending the people who ran the Maricopa County elections. They're not defending the people who've been the victim of a crime. So we don't have anywhere to turn except the courts. And that's why we're asking the Arizona Supreme Court to do the job that these justices should do and to protect us from this lawlessness in Arizona. Carrie, do we have a timeline? Let's say that they side with you, and as as they should, if you've got a, an objective bone in your body, you know that what you say is true, and there are 10 instances that you can outline exactly how they did it. What happens then? What's the timeline? Does it happen immediately? Do you do you set an election day and, and redo it then? What's, what's the next step? Well, right now, um, they're taking a look at our case. It's sitting before them, all seven justices, and they're deciding if they want to take the case up. Oh, they've got to take and it. And if they, if they take the case up, then we will present the case in the Supreme Court. Okay. And I believe we will win, and then they will make the decision what the what the remedy is. Is it setting aside Maricopa County or redoing Maricopa County? Um, and, and that's where we are. But right now, we're just praying that they take the case up. Don't ignore it. Don't allow this lower court judge's terrible, terrible uh, ruling to stand. Because if they do, as I said, Joe, they're basically saying election laws don't matter. Chain of custody is just a suggestion. You can kind of run these elections however you want, and we can't have that. I couldn't agree more. And is there a chance that you win and they say, well, we'll just make sure it doesn't happen next time? Because the only remedy really is is to correct what they did wrong, right? Yeah, no, if we win, it, it, there'll be a remedy that either has a new election or I believe um, setting aside the county. There's precedent for both. There's precedent for re, um, you know, taking a, a fraudulent governor out and putting the rightfully and duly elected governor in. It happened in 1912, I believe, or 1916 okay. here in Arizona, where 
a fraudulent governor got in the governor's office. It took a full year to get that governor removed from office and the rightfully duly elected governor put into office. It has happened here in Arizona before from a rigged election. So there's precedent for this. And I hope that the the justices will look at that precedent. Uh, Carrie, I've got friends in Maricopa County, and I know that election day and the following week, they would go online to make sure their vote counted and their vote didn't show up online a week later. Now, I don't know if it has since, and I can get a hold of them and find out, but are you finding other stories like that where people have no proof that they even voted, therefore their vote might not have counted? Absolutely. I mean, here's what they're saying now. You know, we told you 250,000, a quarter of a million ballots got rejected from the machines. A lot of those were put put into drawer three. That was the remedy, drawer three. Even though there's really, uh, there's no rules about drawer three, they said, don't worry We'll take them down to the county and we'll count them there. Trust us. Just trust us. Sure. Well, when our uh, inspector went down to inspect ballots um, back in November, we had the right to do that before our case. Those ballots were supposed to be duplicated because, again, they were printed in the wrong size. Right. They should have duplicated those ballots and recounted them. And those duplicate ballots should be stored right next to the original. That was not the case when he went and inspected. The duplicate ballots were not there. They weren't next to the original. So they're just telling us, trust us. We counted them. You got to trust us on this. You know, frankly, we don't trust Maricopa County. We don't trust the government and the people running our elections, the people at the top. And we won't trust that they just counted them. Prove it. Prove to us they were counted, exactly and they can't right. do that. And that's the problem. CarrieLake.com, go and support her there. We, we pray for you. We're supporting you. I certainly want you to be in that governor's office, and thank God you're so resilient. Carrie, come back again soon. Thank you so much. I will. Thank you, Joe. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. If you missed any part of that interview or the interview with uh, Andrew Bailey from Missouri, we'll have those up on Rumble later on. Go to JoePags.com. Click on Watch. Just the word Watch. You might have to do a drop-down menu. And that'll send you right to Rumble. All of our interviews are there. All of my monologues are there. The parodies, everything else. For uh, Polo, for Sam, for Carrie, I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pags Show.